It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And it is Carcone Carne. I'm James Van Hostel. The show brought to us this week by Siren Records, McHenry, and Phonation, a Chicago podcast compilation. Ten Chicago podcasts on vinyl, crowdfunding through Friday the 25th. Go to kickstarter.com and search Phonation, P-H-O, Nation. I'm in my car at an undisclosed Chicago location. (laughs) (laughs) To my right, returning guest, international pop superstar, Tiffany. Hello. Tiffany. Hi. And Mark. Mark's in the backseat. Mark coordinated this whole thing. Uh, Mark. Mark is a producer. He is a guitarist. And as previously mentioned on this very show, stud. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. So, we're going to talk. We we have so much to catch up on, Tiffany and Mark. Uh, but first, the new album Shadows is on the way. This is our first taste of it. It is a, a handsome. Uh, 12-inch one-sided single. Hey baby is the new song, backed with. Uh, a new and uh, tough version of I Think We're Alone Now. Oh, well, it's updated, yes. <laughs> a, a, like a guitar-centric, like the guitar is prominent in the well, mix. Well, that's this guy, of course. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, I Think We're Alone Now has been done so many different ways. I've done it ska, <laughs> punk, rock, country, acoustic, uh, you know, a, acapella, all of it. And it's a great song, and it really can have all these different lives, and it has. So as we're going along and getting new material and advancing into other albums and different sounds like Pieces of Me, Now Shadows. It made the most sense to kind of rock out I Think We're Low Now to complement all the new music. Look at this. For the vinyl nerds, for the collectors in the audience. Look at that that sweet B-side. I love it. Really striking This is what COVID has done. It's made us all artsy and fartsy and all like planning, planning, lots of planning. I went, you know, you had to be proactive. So that kept me sane, and um, the great team in the UK, Dan, who does all of our graphics, he came up with that. That's a selfie I took, I think, or that might be from the video. Dur- during the pandemic, you took that this? Might, that might be a selfie, or that might be from the video that we took a clip. But That's most of our photography right now has been my selfies, because <laughs> you couldn't even do a photo shoot right. with anybody. So it was like, what do we do? So I've been quite creative. We've been doing music and... Mm-hmm. Just waiting for the Shadows Tour, which is happening now. All right, we're going to talk about that. Before we get there, uh, I'm going to make you earn the interview by asking you to perform in the car. All right, no pressure. All right, so the the song, we just talked about it. You're going to play Hey Baby mm-hmm. right here in a car on the street in an <laughs> undisclosed location yes, in the city of Chicago. Out. That's amazing. All right, I'm going to turn my mic off. I'm going to tilt the camera your way. And we're gonna let you do this. Oh my God! It, it, it's Tiffany performing in in a car on car <laughs> carne. Totally normal, folks. Here we go. This is like me as a kid. All right. There we go. Are you ready? My parents nuts. So ready. Them in the Here we car. go. Hello. Good morning. Oh, amazing. Hi. I'm awake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's Mar- Mark Alberici in the back seat, who was worried that we might have to do a second take. Really. No, that one was just... That one worked out. He's a that's pro. That's getting us going. And here's how professional Tiffany is. She rocked that whole song while carrying a cup of coffee. Like, the, the, the mug <laughs> the mug didn't move. She she was able I to... I did it. All parts of your this brain were firing. You were able to sing and perform and maintain balance. Yes. 
that that's that's the mark of a professional. That that is a seasoned and I musician do love there. performing in the car. It reminds me of my mom taking me to school. <laughs> I used to perform for her. She was like, "Oh, Tiffany, please." <laughs> and after the school and during the grocery store, yes. So let's talk about where things are going for you. Shadows is the new album on the way. Was Pieces of Me a bridge to where this is going? Because it seems like you're going in an edgier direction. Because we talked about this before, last time we were here. The last album was bluesy, kind of had a smoky right. vibe, but it feels like a step towards full-on rock. Well, it, I mean, the new album, Shadows, is much more based in punk, which is really? Mark's mm-hmm. background a little bit. But And I love, of course, Blondie and Ramones and the Go-Go. So it's a little bit of rock retro. And I think that was always where I wanted to go. Um, you know, we're right on target now. But yes, it's been a slow growth, a slow crawl, really. It started out with The Color of Silence mm-hmm. um, in 2000, where I was showing more of a rock edge and a little bit more of, okay, this is kind of an insight where we want to go. And we did that album. It was a critically acclaimed. It had a lot of success. But people were still, it's Tiffany. It's Tiffany. And the one thing that I think that, you know, you, it's like you have to have it all together now. You have to have all of it aligned, really, in the industry, in my opinion, now. Mm-hmm. Um, there still is luck. But, you know, really, it still takes all of those dots, especially for an established artist. We had accomplished in Color Silence the edge, the good music, me as a songwriter coming mm-hmm. out, um, people being pleasantly surprised. But we didn't have a tour, really, to follow that. We did a small college tour. And it wasn't enough. And people think, well, okay, they've gotten the message. But for me, you had to really sure. paint that picture. So, you know, we've been touring prior to COVID for almost four years straight, taking it all over the world. That's how much the message you have to get out there. Oh, I get it. Um, that people finally, after four years, um, were saying, oh, she really can sing. Oh, I get it. And, and a great album as well with Pieces of Me. Uh, coming out and having that great material to tour mm-hmm. off of. But again, being in people's faces, hearing the story, seeing the songs live, it was like check, 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 and it started to happen for us, and then COVID. Well, it, you've almost had to live a new life as a musician. I mean, yes, last time I saw you, you were doing the arena show. You were doing the, right. the package tour. This time around, I mean, you're grinding. You, you did sit, yeah. two shows at City Winery last night. I mean, you're you're, you're doing the clubs. Hence the coffee. Hence the- um, <laughs> well, I mean, I we were doing the clubs before mixtape tour. And I think, uh, you know, that was really good for me because I was coming off of that kind of success. I had mm-hmm. been on the road with Bananarama for Australia. I had done a lot of things in the UK, reconnected with fans there. And then in America, I had toured pretty exclusively for almost two years. And then the mixtape tour, just kind of like the icing on the cake a little bit to connect with all the original fans, yeah. you know, celebrate all the retro stuff, the success. I mean, it was great. It was a wonderful feeling. Um, and then to move from there to Pieces of Me, the actual mm-hmm. tour, because I did 35 dates, I think it was, with the new kids on the block. Took literally like three days off and then did 48 dates on Pieces of Me on the tour. So we tour a lot. <laughs> it matters. Uh, and now to be out on the Shadows tour and to show people the new music, mm-hmm. which, again, we had the album done prior to COVID, but it, the whole thing was having that full set, which has a little bit of retro mm-hmm. and... You know those singer-songwriter songs, uh, like "Piece of Me," "Pieces of Me" has on the that record, but "Shadows" is just a good time. 
it really is a lot of infectious fun celebrating a little bit it's very modern production because this, this guy but a little bit of wink wink back to the 80s <laughs> a little and bit a, of wink and wink. a little fun <laughs> uh, and you said it about the production i mean listening to your modern stuff and comparing it to your first two albums i mean things just sound so much bigger and fuller yes. in the present day yes just, just dense this guy again uh you know i write the lyrics and we work on melodies together but i mean it's usually the band is off you know mark and i've talked about certain songs or what i like or what his influence is or you know we all come up with ideas and then we bring them to the table and they start to manifest and mark's working with the band and producing and i'm off like writing lyrics it just comes to me usually again we have topic you know messages i want to say mm -hmm. which are usually about real life um, uh, right, what you Shadows know. is about exactly that, the development, all the change behind the shadows, all the things that people don't know. Um, and, you know, Bed of Nails is a song about heartbreak and being severely pissed off and being angry. And you want somebody to feel that, mm -hmm. that anguish, that grief, all of those things. Uh, and Hey Baby is just like really flirtatious and fun. That's why we came we out with the, the song yeah. first. It really complemented the new uh, reworked, I think we're low now, and we got to do the fun vinyl. So I was very excited about that. Um, and it is, it's summertime. It's time to shake it off and have fun. For real. Yeah. Let's go back to the, the end of the 1980s. Your, your star is ascending, you have a number one record. Meanwhile, uh, on the other corner of the charts, you have L.A. Guns doing yes. what they're doing, taking their, their Los Angeles sleaze rock to commercial yeah. heights. Back in that period of time, the idea of Tiffany working with L.A. Guns, <laughs> that, it, oil and water. Yeah, probably. I mean, Although I those two tribes girl. didn't really intersect They much. did because I hung out the rainbow for forever. <laughs> I've always been a rocker. I've always been there. Um, but I never got the opportunity to sing. That was different. You know, they every, a lot of people just thought, oh, she's so young, and I think we're alone now, and there's no talent there, and she's just, you know, a one-hit wonder, mm -hmm. airhead, whatever, chick singer. And um, I think that people got to know me a little bit sure. uh, and knew that I love rock and roll, and, you know, my favorite artist is Stevie Nicks, and on and on and on and on. But uh, the opportunity to sing never came up until I actually did Camp Freddy with Dave Navarro. That was my That's first. So cool. uh, thank you, Dave. That was my first um, opportunity, and from there it kind of evolved into other rock bands. Going, well, we'll try it. Uh, Sin City Sinners. They invited me in Vegas. Um, that's where I got Sweet Child of Mine. They got threw it. me. You know, they. They. I think they were like going, yeah, sing this then, and I was like, all right, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the reason why I bring this up, I mean, you're playing on Shadows with members of LA Guns. Yes. So I mean, this intersection. I mean. Things come this full is circle all the here. Behind the story, uh, the behind the music. Um, there's a lot of things on Tiff Tunes that we'll get more in depth of how all of it happens, mm -hmm. and I really want to do a documentary on Shadows, yep. the album, Shadows, the touring. But I'm so proud that LA Guns is going to be a part of that. Um, you know, it really just came from Mark. He's been friends with Johnny Martin. Well, I don't have to tell the story. You can tell. But, yeah. uh, you know, for years and years and years, I met Johnny. His wife is wonderful. She's a makeup artist, making people pretty. Uh, and she's just a, a doll. So I fell in love with her as well. So it made sense as, as couples for us to know each other. 
course, Johnny's from L.A., so, and I'm an L.A. girl, and we were born at the same hospital. Get out. <laughs> Norwalk, in Norwalk, Studebaker. It was fate. It was meant to be. So, uh, the, you know, he lived in La Mirada, I lived in La Mirada, on and on and on. Uh, and uh, it was just an instant friendship, and of course that led to, while we were doing this album, thinking, well, what special things can we do? Maybe some guest appearances, and right away we thought of L.A. Guns. You know, Mark it. was like, why don't we do a Rival Sons song? We're all fans of Rival Sons. It'd be totally cool to do something. And then Tracy heard it after we went in and recorded with Ace and, and Scott and Johnny. And he was like, I want to do a solo on it. So I'm forever grateful and honored I love it. that it's the full package. So as we're recording this, you played two shows the night before at City Winery. You're at this really interesting intersection because you are of a certain age where your audience is cross-generational. Right. You have the people who came up with you in mm -hmm. the 80s, and you're bringing new people along. They're bringing their yes, kids along. They are. Mm -hmm. That's cool. It yeah. is really cool. I mean, for so many different reasons. You know, from I think we're alone now. I think we're alone, alone now just got a uh, McDonald's commercial. Yeah, I saw that. Wasn't it? Yeah, so, yeah. you know, it does have its own life, and it's great. And I like the way it was used. I, correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the commercial basically presented it as it's okay to eat McDonald's when you're alone. Like, yeah. no, it no, no one's paying attention. No one's going to judge knife, you. Apparently, because yeah. yeah. it's the UK. Exactly. So, <laughs> I'll have to take note on the fork and knife thing. Mm -hmm. um, but, because <laughs> I'm like, uh, but. Yeah, it's amazing to see where the song always goes. It goes in, like, you know, different, oh, movies, especially the scary ones. Those are always good <laughs> when they use the song. But, uh, you know, I mean, full circle, we're loving what we're doing. It's great to, to you know, to go back and sing things like I could have been, like last night was magical. And then to totally, you know, turn around and rock out something like Lost Inside, mm -hmm. um, which is just slamming. And L.A. Guns being a part of it. Um, Johnny and Scotty are just an amazing rhythm section and we're having fun. It's like the next level for Tiffany. You're having fun. Yes. That's why you do this. This is why I do this. It should be fun. Some days it is work. You have to like really, you know, people don't get that part. Even though it's, I love what I'm doing and I'm blessed to be doing it. It is work. You have to give up a lot. You have to get in vans and drive around, get on planes. It's a lot of long hours. The difference from maybe, you know, working a regular job is you are on all the time. Right. Somebody like me, I'm on all the time. I would love to say I have control of my schedule. And sometimes you get there, like the mixtape tour was mm -hmm. much more structured. Uh, but when you're doing a lot of travel, doing a lot of the business like I am with, you know, co-managing, um, merch, all the other things now that I want to be a part of, my new businesses, Let's Food with Tiffany, Radical Reds Beauty. I'm working overtime behind the scenes. So again, coffee and a nap is great every once in a while, but I wouldn't change it. I'm learning so much, but there are days that I'm just like, oh, I've been up since crack of dawn on my phone. What at yeah. what some point I'm gonna actually do my hair and makeup and be Tiffany, but right now it's all the stuff behind the scenes that will make or break this tour. It's a lot of commitment. Yeah. It's you know doing getting the word out. So thank you for your time today. You guys coming out and seeing the shows, um, supporting live music right now is so fundamental yes. and so uh, appreciated. I can't even say enough. From the bottom hey, of my heart. You said you're always on. What's interesting about you? And I've watched you from afar when people meet Tiffany you have a, a graciousness and an earnest earnestness to you 
I know you meet thousands of people a year. Uh, I've, I've watched you work a room sounds pejorative. I've watched you meet people in, in a large space. Everyone walks away thinking that you are the coolest person in the world, which of course you are. But I mean, you really, you seem very honest and, and touched by the connection. Yeah, I mean, this is, you know, what I, I guess I don't know any different. I started off when I was nine in country music, which was all about the fans. Mm-hmm. You're not bigger than oh, your fans. Oh, sure. so for sure, for sure. It's also very punk band. rock. Yeah, it is very punk rock as well. But all the artists that I've grown up that I aspire to be like or, you know, have taken a little bit of their influence, they're cool people. You know, Tom yeah. Petty, Stevie Nicks, um, Emmylou Harris one of my favorites. These are all, you know, people that are very organic and very kind of, you know, kind of hippy-dippy-do in their own way. Um, Bruce Springsteen, all these people are, are storytellers. Mm-hmm. So they have to be plugged into real people's lives. 100%. And be approachable. Um, and so those are my heroes, really. And, you know, for me, again, going on the mall tour, it was all about hanging out. Um, you know, I'd, I'd sing and then go have pizza with everybody. It was fabulous. <laughs> I, I love that. Yeah. I still would do that if I could. I mean, that's what Let's Food with Tiffany is about. Yeah, let's Being talk about food. do that. Yeah, with, you know, um, hosting an evening at a restaurant where they're either serving one of my recipes or I'm judging up one of their favorite dishes. Um, my way, Tiff way. Um, or a rock tail. I get you completely... Because <laughs> uh, they're strong. Well, I know, they're good. I know you are you are a legit foodie, and you cook. And just to pull the curtain back a little bit, uh, as we were kind of getting organized to do this interview, I mean, you already cooked for the band. I like, did. Like there, there was food on the table, I and it smelled ridiculous. And salad this morning, nothing big, but just I, I cooked whatever we had. Really, I had the boys go to the store, which was lovely. <laughs> um, and I, I can't eat a lot of processed food continually which you for a touring musician that's good. that's always like the right. easiest thing to do it is and and i'm very grateful when people you know bring us food from the venue on and on and on but um somebody's calling me right now it might be a venue oh no uh but you know it's it's a lot of salt it's a lot of sugar oh, yeah. it's a lot of process so i can't do that that started me cooking for the band in airbnbs which led to now let's food with tiffany cooking for my fans, cooking for restaurants, rock tails, uh, just kind of branched out to that. So there's a lot of plans for Let's Food with Tiffany. Um, in in kind of a synopsis is what it is, is, you know, a cooking club that you follow me all over the world, cooking for the band, cooking, you know, on the side of the road, cooking at the venue, cooking for fans, and also working with these amazing chefs from mom and pop places to high-end places that's kind of the plan i love it and one of the premises of doing this podcast was how easy a conversation becomes when there's food involved people people just are are at their most gregarious and friendly over food well yeah food and music i mean it goes Mm -hmm. hand in hand i'm arabic so that's a big part of my culture um you know my family's German as well, but I was raised in a Latin community, Mexican community. So food, food brought the family together. Mark's Italian, you know, so everybody, it's about food, food and family. Uh, and then for me as raised, you know, as a Lebanese, I remember they would come over to my grandmother's tiny little apartment 
all these people would shove into the apartment, but then they would bring out, you know, the oud and they'd start playing and people would move all the furniture and they'd start dancing. Sorry, they'd start dancing. It was a whole evening. That's awesome. You know, and that's kind of how I was raised. My parents, um, my mom's side, they love country music. So my stepfather was always hiring a band to play in the back, even before I sang. He'd find like a local band or something and this neighborhood we would put little parties together that's actually how I was discovered my parents knew some people across the street that were musicians they had that's a party amazing. one night had my best friend come get up and sing their daughter and my dad was like Tiffany's always singing can she just get up and sing because he thought well it's one thing to do it at our house with family yeah. I was a dancer as well I did a lot of dance troops and stuff but it's different to be at somebody else's house and be shy For and sure. see what happens. I got right up up there and everybody was, you know, saying she's really good. It was at that time it was a little freaky because I'm only 9, 10 and I sound like I'm 30. <laughs> so they were kind of like weird mm -hmm. but good. <laughs> There's something kind of supernatural about something that, Tiffany. Something kind of mm -hmm. strange, but they really didn't know what to do with me. It was like that. Uh, but, you know, the Danny and Portia Stone Street, who are still my friends today, um, Tracy is their daughter, and we still talk. I love it. And uh, they just encouraged my parents, Dan, you know, go find some bands and uh, do a demo and take her to the studio, get a headshot, and that's how it started. One thing I love is how you, you mentioned all the stuff you're doing with, with the recipes. You're very conscious of social media and putting yourself out there. Yes. and. And marketing in that way. I mean, it's such a different business model from what you came up in. I mean, everything is, is different. I mean, I'm, I'm a radio person. This is how I'm doing radio now. Look, me, I'm wearing my <laughs> own shirt nowadays. See, that's that's how I'm learning. Could, I actually, this is the first merch I really, really like. I love it. It's very kind of I love it. So I'm taking it. Could, could the model that made Tiffany a star in the 80s still work in the present day? Uh, I don't know about that because really. the, everything's everything's been uh, upended. Malls are in trouble. They're <laughs> well, closing that. down all over. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I I don't know about that. Uh, you know, I mean, I've kept a lot of the old school ways because I think they, you know, they they're needed. Working a record, being out on the road, meeting people, meet and greets, signing mm -hmm. autographs, going to radio, doing interviews. These things don't change. I think you have to do all of that to um, make it work and make, make it be successful on a lot of different levels. But the one thing that we do have now that could be good or bad is social media. I've learned more and more to allow, it's weird, I'm so like um, approachable in person, mm -hmm. but for social media, I'm like, nobody wants to see me walk around my blog. I mean, like, how boring, right? So I've always been like, no, I'm not doing these videos. No, I'm not doing this. Um, and now I'm kind of over it. I thought the way to really do it for me is just to do me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll, like all my other girlfriends in LA, they're all the ring light. And I'm, you know, and I'm like, that's cool. Wow, that's a lot of commitment every day. You know, but I, that's what they do. They get up to, they get all, and that's cool. You know, um, for me, I'm like unloading a van or about to do something. I'm always on the road way too much. And I do have my life cooking for the band, yes. working out, trying to have a full life. So I've decided to turn the camera on, looking like shit sometimes, frankly. But you're there, you're there with me. I'm like, okay, here's the situation. I will be pretty later, but right now we're gardening. 
So, I, I <laughs> so think you want me to garden because it's sanity. And <laughs> I think authenticity cuts through everything. I think so. I've learned how to work it my way. My Patreon is very um, cool in that aspect because you do get to do different things with me that you would never thought get I mean, to do with Tiffany. People like to see the performances. They like to see you as the star, but they, they like to know that their their favorite performer is also yes. just like them and, and gets sweaty in the garden. And I and, am. I am just like you guys. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm i from L.A. and I like all the posh stuff, but I am a hippie. I love to get my hands dirty. I love to cook. I love to serve. I love to entertain people. I love to you know, make people happy um, and be around people and have conversations as well as garden. Uh, I love being an auntie and a mom. And, I love it. You know, so there's so many other facets to me that I think before people were trying to pry into that from paparazzi. Now it's different. The star has the control. Yeah, you, you've taken it, back the power. kind of yeah. nice, yeah. Oh, I, I think that's awesome. All right, so Shadows is the album that's coming out. I keep touching this. I shouldn't do that because I changed the... Uh, you. Uh, Shadows is the album that's coming out in August. It's coming out in October, actually. October. Yes, the full album will be in October, right before October. All right. So in the meantime, we we can memorize the lyrics. Yes. And the sound we have of a few Hey other Baby. Singles coming out. Okay. We're going to milk this album because again, old school. We yes. were just in COVID. What is the rush? You're right. I, I don't. That's... This is silly. So we're going to take it through this whole summer into the fall. And really live, at, you know, Shadows the album. I love Each it. single, do some videos, do some touring, do some interviews, get dressed up. <laughs> so, all right, as we're recording this, it, it is a Monday in Chicago. If you're watching this, you miss Tiffany at City Winery. But from what we've learned, Tiffany will never stop touring. She will never come off the road. And it's only, a, it's not a question of if, it's a question of when we'll be able to see Tiffany in Chicago again. Yes. I love it. Tiffany, I, I, you're a delight. Thank you for oh, doing this. thank you. Thank you for and Mark, time. And Mark, the strong silent you, type in the back seat. <laughs> she talks a lot. Well, I do. There's well, a sign she's in, very good at there's it. There's a so. sign in the van that says, despite the look on my face, you still keep talking. <laughs> are, are, are and you, that's me to Mark. Because I'm like, <laughs> and one day we could do this and we could do that. Like that little girl in the commercial, you know, when she's in the back and her dad's mm -hmm. like putting her in the car. And she's just talking away and he's like slamming the door and like <laughs> driving her to school. That's me on occasion. I love it. You're very good at that. <laughs> All right. I'm going to let you both go. Uh, thank you for watching. That's Tiffany. That's Mark. Thanks, guys. From an undisclosed location in the heart of Chicago. Yes. Uh, thank you for watching and listening.